I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be the Evidence. We are at the uh, full moon in Sagittarius. I apologize for uh, from the outset for my raspy voice, and it's probably going to start to uh, fade in and out here in a few minutes if it uh, keeps with how it's been going so far in readings. And I apologize for for that. Um, at, at times, it's probably going to sound like I'm whispering, but this is actually me trying to talk at full volume. I've been sick for um, about a week and a half now, and um, you know, I'm I'm doing all the right things. It's just it's just been lingering long than longer than I would prefer. But this is such a big and impactful full moon, and I I feel like it's a it's a beacon and it's a guiding light that's going to take us into the future for quite some time. And so I want to make sure that we go over it. So. Uh, for better or worse, this is how you get me for, for this episode. Um, full moon is, uh, this one is a, a full supermoon. And a supermoon means that the moon is the closest to Earth as, that it can get, and, and which makes the, um, the moon appear, appear very large. It also means that the impact of the moon's energy is very strong for for us, for Earth, it's obviously not just humans; it's all of Earth. <laughs> but for our intents and purposes, right now we're talking about the impact it has on uh, humanity. It's full moon in Gemini, not full moon. Sorry, Sun in Gemini at twenty-three. The full moon in Sagittarius at twenty-three is within four degrees of the galactic center. So, supermoon with moon near the galactic center is already really big. It's also in a T-square to Neptune at 25 in Pisces. 25, uh, that is the highest um, Neptune degree. So really strong uh, Neptune energy too. So Neptune in its own sign at the highest Neptune degree. At the same time, we're in a very strong uh, fixed T-square. So it's North Node at 22 with south node at 22 scorpio um squaring saturn now retrograde at 25 again that's the highest neptune degree in aquarius all of that is really big so let's let's break it down the full moon itself sun in gemini is opening up our conscious awareness of something. It depends on where it's happening in your chart, but generally speaking for everyone, it's opening up a conscious awareness. The full moon at the galactic center is opening up our conscious awareness through an expansion of our beliefs. Beliefs specifically, as the galactic galactic center says, that we have unlimited possibilities and hope is always alive, no matter what. When I say unlimited possibilities, I mean unlimited possibilities for all outcomes. <clears throat> like when people hear unlimited possibilities, sometimes they hang on for outcomes that are not meant for them or outcomes that are already over or outcomes that are falling apart that you need to let go of. Limited possibilities would say, let go of what's not meant for you and let go of the story of how you thought it was going to be because, because it's not going to be that way. It's going to be different. But unlimited possibilities would say that whatever is falling away is making room for what will now stand the test of time. The square to Neptune 
at the Neptunian degree in Pisces is saying, could you please trust that? Could you please not talk yourself out of unlimited possibilities? Sometimes Gemini can talk you into and out of a lot of things because it's trying to figure things out. But we're being asked to put the influence is setting us up to opening up our beliefs about what's possible and having faith in the greater force of life, consciousness itself, watching over the process of of the opening up of consciousness that we're going through. At the same time, North Node in Taurus is saying that life is abundant and always delivering. That of course we have problems to solve. Of course, we're having a problem with, we're having a lot of issues with resources right now. Of course, it's volatile. Um, We have a lot of problems to solve. But in the middle of the chaos, Uranus and Taurus is showing a lot of chaos around resources. In the middle of chaos, Venus is there too. Venus is one of the ruler, one of the signs it rules is Taurus. Venus is trying to open up to receiving. If we can receive a different way to solve solve the problems of, of resources, life is still abundant and life is still wonderful. The South Node in Scorpio says, but you're going to have to move the shadow out of the way. Um, the square to Saturn retrograde in Aquarius is you do that by taking responsibility for your own energy. It means don't panic. It means don't um, consider abundance as a finite idea in, in that you have to take from one to give to another, or you have to have to withhold, or you have to, um, or you have to fight, or you have to do to do something about the finiteness of abundance. And abundance is not finite. Abundance is abundant. It's always delivering. It's the shadow that says that abundance is finite and you have to take from one to give to another. And that's what makes people panic. When Saturn is retrograde, again in Aquarius, when Saturn is retrograde, it means that this the drill sergeant has left the room and is expecting everyone, that means you, to be responsible for your own energy without the drill sergeant standing over your shoulder, making sure that you stay on it and you do it right. You have to be your own source of discipline. In in the full in, in this full moon, that that um, that opposition between the nodes. Taurus and Scorpio is also in um, a triangle potential to we're back in back over to Neptune and Pisces. It's Neptune and Pisces is sextiling into Uranus, I mean North Node and Taurus, and then um, and so that means there there's there's an there's a work between those placements saying you're going to have to inject a lot of faith in here to understand that we just have problems to solve and there's really no reason to panic. The trine to south node in Scorpio is saying you're going to have to get the shadow out of the way. So in my opinion, here's how this adds up. You have access to opening up your consciousness through your beliefs about unlimited possibilities and really to have a lot of faith and trust that we're going to get through it, that the greater force of life is at play, and we're just having to go through a lot of turbulence. But in order to have access to all of that, you're going to have to face your shadow. You're going to have to face it. You won't have access to that if you don't face it. So if you stuff shadow, fear, paranoia, um, 
survival, like pure survival instincts without any sort of um, presence and faith that, that we're going to get through it. If you just go into like um, raw aggression about it, you won't have access to the opening of consciousness. You won't have access to unlimited possibilities. You won't have access to belief. You won't have access to faith. The, the juggernaut in all of this is Scorpio. I'll share with you, in case it's useful, how I've seen this play out. I've se- I'm seeing this play out and I more readily on the surface because I live with a lot of Scorpio. I mean, if you've been following me for a while, you know I have Scorpio rising, Scorpio sun, Mercury retrograde, first house Scorpio, all three deacons. Um, I'm also Pisces moon. And so I kind of live here all the time, but I'm also under the same sky and it has been turned up to 50 with me. And I knew this was coming. I knew it. I knew it was going to be really big. And I, and I know the purpose of it, that I am leveling up to a whole different way of being a very high frequency of being that has nothing to do with any of the suffering that I've ever seen. And I mean, ancient, I'm letting go of ancient suffering. And so I'd be in the last, I don't know, six, nine months, six, nine months, six, eight months. Um, late 2021 and then so far into 2022 um it has become starkingly obvious (laughs) that i still had a lot of shadow that was in the way that was triggering patterns and um although i could understand the concepts of living at, at a different frequency i still had a lot of clearing to do so it was about in in january i became aware that um this is it this is it some something's about to change something huge and it's not just me this is happening to everyone i'm just explaining how it it has uh come to fruition with me but this applies to you directly and i shared in case you've been going through the same thing um around march or april it's like all right that's it we're at the point of no return that by by the time we got to around march or april you have either decided either you're going to hang on to the old story of how you've always been and you're in love with your suffering. You're not willing to change. You're not willing to do the work. It's too uncomfortable. It's too hard. Or you've decided that you're going into a future forward way of being. And that means you're going to have to shed every single thing about the old way of being that no longer serves you because it just doesn't fit anymore. It's too uncomfortable to stay. It, it's too challenging to carry that forward. And so. I chose the latter, going up. And under this energy, we, we, we built into this energy for the full moon um, with over the weekend, it was moon and Scorpio. Um, the way that I get to clearing it up, out the subconscious is through sleep because I'm a Pisces moon and Pisces. If you have Pisces energy, you know, um, Pisces energy does a lot of work in the subconscious realm. So we tend to sleep a lot. But there's other ways to get here. If you're not a sleeping person, if you have a hard time sleeping, there's other ways to get into a meditative state. There's meditation itself. Some people do it through cooking. I just read for a client today who does it through baking. Some people do it through running. Some people do it through uh, creativity. I mean, however you get there, however you get to suspending the 3D humanness of yourself long enough to be able to work through whatever's sitting in your subconscious waiting to be addressed, okay? For me, it happens to be sleep. And holy shit, a tsunami of things I didn't even know was still in there has been coming through. 
And it's just one after the other. Boom, 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 boom. It just keeps coming up. And, it, and, it, and it's bringing up every single thing that has still been lingering. Every single thing that I, I mean, it was like, one of them was my boyfriend from sixth grade. My God, <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> but, you know, residue is residue. And so because I've known what's, what's happening, I'm like, all right. And I, and I haven't been clinging to it. I haven't been scared of it. I haven't been analyzing it. I've let it pass in front of my consciousness, aware that there is some lingering residue of fear, uh, abandonment stuff, um, insecurity, uh, safety or survival issues, whatever, whatever it is. I'm like, oh, that's, that's where that's been sitting. Because sometimes you can tell that you're triggered, but you don't know what the fuck it's coming from. And sometimes it's something small, old residue just sitting in the back of the closet. And so I've been letting it just pass through um, with non-attachment. <clears throat> non-attachment, I haven't been telling a story about it. I haven't been dragging it into my waking life. And what I've noticed, and it, it happened quickly over like 72 hours, is that all of those shadows faded on their own. And uh, the last time, I think I've shared with with you all before that whenever I do sleep, I sleep an hour at a time. So I, I, and I don't do it on purpose. And it's not like I set an alarm, but I sleep for an hour and then I come up and I take a deep breath and I'm like, Oh man, that's a lot. And then I'm like round two and I go back in and it usually lasts 45 minutes to an hour. And then I come back up and then round three, 45 minutes to an hour. And so I do that over and over and over again. <clears throat> and it's, I, I'm not saying that's the way to sleep. It just happens with me because I do so much work in the subconscious realm. But anyway, uh, the last few rounds of that uh, last night, and I'm recording this on uh, the day before the full moon. I'm recording this on Monday, the 13th. Um, the last few rounds of me being in the subconscious realm, it was 100% about the intentions of how I want to go forward. There were no lingering shadows that interfered with that. And I've gotten to where I can um, set the intention of before I uh, feel like I'm about to fall asleep, I set the intention of, okay, so where are we going next? And that's what I mean. That's what I mean by get it out of the way. And, and I mean this, I mean it in a passive way, like let it happen with allowance and with a healthy amount of non-attachment because you are not supposed to be falling into the South Node. Falling into the South Node would be having all of those dreams and going, yep, I'm probably stuck like this. Or, yep, that happened to me and it's never going to go away. And, yep, that's why I'm like this. And, yep, that's probably how I'm always going to be. And, yep, no wonder. You know, that kind of shit. That's South Node bullshit. No. You're trying to move it off of you because you are not what happened to you. You're not. Those are experiences that you've had. They have lessons to be gained within them. But once you've learned those lessons and once you have healed from them, then, then let it go. It is not to define who you are. You are not defined by the story of your brokenness. You're just not. Now, you can be if you want to. If you are so attached to the story of your brokenness, you can't let it go, then you're just not ready to let it go. And you know, my, my firm opinion is that all roads are holy and we don't stop doing things until we're done doing them. So there's no like judgment around, I just can't do that right now. It's okay. But if you are ready to do it, 
if you have told that story about third grade until you're blue in the face, okay, if you're ready to let it go and you're ready to move on, then it's about letting the awareness of, holy shit, it's still there. Okay, can we let that go now? My God. And then what would life look like if you had no emotional charge on it and it had no ability to trigger you in real time? You can live like that. You can live free. You can live in the present moment. You can live conscious. You can live in a future forward way that takes you into a way of being that looks nothing like what you've been before. Mercury is now back in Gemini. It's not out of shadow yet. It's going to be out of shadow on the 18th. So Mercury went into shadow um, April 26th. It retrograded May 10th. See, it went direct. It went direct. It went shadow April 26th. It retrograded May 10th. I don't remember when it went direct, but it comes out of shadow June 18th. If you're listening to this, I'm, pretty, I'm sure you remember when it went direct. I just don't remember off the top of my head. Um, but right now, whenever Mercury is coming back into Gemini and it gets out of shadow at six degrees Gemini on the 18th, while we have a full moon that involves sun in the third deacon in Gemini, right now, please, this is a special request. <laughs> On top of getting your shadow out of the way, would you please see this as a time to ready yourself for um, Mar Mars's retrograde cycle in Gemini that's going to happen later in the year? It's really important. Mars is going to go into Gemini. Mars is going to go into Gemini um, in August. It's going to start a retrograde cycle in October through into January. It won't get out of uh, Gemini until until uh, March of next year. And I think that that's going to probably involve some aggressive confusion. And I think it's important right now when that's not here right now, that we're, we're in forward moving movement with Mercury in its own sign to really understand how you keep your head on straight no matter what's happening around you that you don't let noise outside of you talk you out of clear thinking. You might go back to um, um, May 10th and see up until about now where, so, so uh, Mercury started out in first deacon Gemini and retrograded into third deacon Taurus. So it's thoughts, your, your immediate thoughts and how you think they retrograded into the quality of life in general. See where you maybe have gotten confused about that. It might be from messaging outside of you. It might be from uh, like your thinking being hijacked about things like abundance and resources, or maybe about your own self worth, or or um, how your quality of life could be could be bigger. See where you've been confused in recent weeks, and how you can undo that confusion. You're going to need to be able to think very clearly with your own trust your own thinking later in the year uh, venus just came off of uranus and taurus mars is crossing chiron at the full moon so venus in her own sign mars in his own sign those those two it looks like a rumbling to me i think that when mars gets on the other side of chiron it's going to start pulling ahead and start gaining strength and that might it might look like aggression Jupiter's in Aries too. And so that's, that's expanding where people 
maybe are feeling like they don't have enough power and are trying to uh, let it come out in ways that may not be entirely conscious. I think that Venus and Uranus is getting uh, uh, rebellious and maybe chaotically worked up about how um, abundance and resources and the quality of life is out of whack and she, she, she doesn't like it. She doesn't like that. So the Mars deal on approach a little bit further down the road, but we need to, we need to prepare for it now. Venus around Uranus between Uranus and the North node and Mars between Jupiter and Chiron about to pull away from Chiron. It feels like a rumbling to me. It feels like there's a rumbling afoot. And I, and I've been telling people, I think that there is a, a very convincing shadow coming and we're going to need the power of this full moon to carry us forward. The opening up of consciousness through an expansion of your beliefs about unlimited possibilities and that hope is always alive, knowing that the greater force of life is at play and has an influence with us too. A healing, powerful energy is in the room and that we have, we have a higher quality of life that is on offer. We're just going to have to solve some problems to get there. And that each of us is, is, is responsible for our own energy. We're not to be swept up into the hijacking of our energy and lose sight of humanity itself. And to get to all of that, to ha have access to all of it, you've got to get your shadow out of the way. And it's not by di diving headfirst into it. It's not. It's by letting it flow off of you. Letting go of it. You are not to identify through the story of your brokenness. You can let it go. You can. Not by bypassing. Not by, not by avoiding whatever healing you need to go through. But if you've been healing for a long time, if you don't know how to be free, because being broken is the only identified you identity that you have, please do your work there. Please reach out for help from other people. Please ask, ask others to hold space for you. Please have deep compassion for yourself. And I'm not saying that as a person who has never been through shadow. I've been through some gnarly ass shit in my life. I mean, like sometimes I tell people the things that have happened and they're like, my God, Susan. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and so I can say with great confidence that, honey, if I can do it, you can do it. Okay. And I hope, I hope that that gives you um, some sort of support and validation and strength. I promise you, I promise, no matter how dark, I promise you can get to the other side of it. You are not meant to be identified through shadow. You're not. You're meant to heal from it. You're meant to get to the other side. If I can do it, you can do it. Thank you for joining me this week. If you'd like ongoing support outside of these podcasts, you're invited to register as a member at BeTheEvidence.Live and receive your invitation to join all of our community in the new app, which we are very excited about. You can also schedule one-on-one -on -one time with me at SusanGrace.org. We'll talk again soon.